0: Sticks. Yeah. You've got scented sticks. Yeah. Huh? Your shower's still got a bell in it. A bell? Yeah. Do you remember? I pointed it out. You said there was nothing. Then you got sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no bell in the shower.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just
1: concerned about your There's a bit that goes ding, but it's not a bell. Oh, okay. Just a bit that goes ding. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it's just uh something levelling up. Yep. Yeah, sure. Yep. Every time you shower. it's It's like the sims it's not a bell it's a it's a small bell it's still a bell Mm. how are you fine
1: we're back oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) not a problem with the with this okay but just me (laughs) well yeah 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 but again unrelated just just life yeah no rough month man yep yeah why yeah Uh, nothing, nothing funny. Unfortunately, just, <laughs> just, just tales of woe and tragedy. Yeah, just yeah. lots of death and illness. Like, just <laughs> not. Yeah, it's just oh, rough month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. January is always a weird one.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. As well as things outside of people's control.
1: Yeah. None of them had coronavirus, though. No. You care about coronavirus? Nope. No, me neither. No, but you know,
0: I mean, it's a, well. But anyway, it's a genuine thing. Like yeah, but so is the flu. Yeah, but mass
1: panic mixed with contamination. That's the bit that's annoying. This whole but that, that just just mass panic. Like it's not yeah. It's a big deal in the sense that the flu is a big deal. Like it'll yeah. take out the weak. Like well, it's not, what it, It's not like the I don't weak mean, is in the I don't elderly. Mean weak as it, I don't mean weak as in like, oh you 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 weak people. I mean like In the same way that the flu does, like if you're, if if you, or or pneumonia or something like it, 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 typically if you're of a a standard kind of healthy person, it probably won't take you out. You'll just be ill for a bit. Yeah.
0: Well, well, this is the thing is that, um, it's not, it kills like 3% or 4% of people. Mm. But the big problem is that, um, because everyone's concerned about their own health, that means that hospitals and that will be overrun and yeah. people who are actually sick are going to die because of it because yeah. of no waiting times or something yeah stay so. at home wash your hands
1: that's it <laughs> just just I think, like if there's any kind of outbreak you'll be quarantined anyway in the meantime just get on with your fucking lives get like michael jackson's doctor. stay clean yeah you know, coronavirus has been written on the back of the debtor bottle since the 60s okay like it, it should have known it, it wipes out the coronavirus like, we've known about it for bleach. years. It's just a new strain of it. The same bleach as you get the like, infected? No, Dettol. Not bleach. Oh, okay. What's Dettol? Antiseptic. Oh, just like, anti, 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 dis, antisemitize the, the, the infected? Yeah, just bathe <laughs> them in Dettol and be fine. No, but as in, like, people, people are thinking, like, oh, it's a new thing that's come out of the depths of the jungle or some shit, like, like like whatever. But it's, like, it's been around for years. It's just a new strain. Every now and again you get a new strain or something. Sometimes you get a new strain of flu. Like we had swine flu and bird flu and all of that stuff. It's like it. So you're upset that people are surprised? No, I'm. Around. I'm. I. The fact that people are, are surprised and they're worried is fully justified because mm. of the way that it's been covered. Like, and
0: that all those people are dying.
1: But again, they're not giving you any details <laughs> to the on on the on the demographic. Of the of the people are dying. People who like, watch GMTV live, they're giving the impre- they're giving the impression that like, oh, it could take anybody. It could take you. Like, it take every every healthy person. like Ebola. Like, it makes yeah. sense with Ebola. Ebola could take anybody, but like, it's it's not Isn't that like kill c- anybody. Or... Yeah, right. It could kill a perfectly healthy person. Yeah. Not as contagious as this thing, but like, it's it's just. I don't think it's as big a deal as they're making it out to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not disagreeing with you uh yeah but i think it's a, the way it's people a genuine, are acting uh, is
1: perfectly justified because th- they've been just swept well, up into this mass hysteria but no, no, like, even
0: without any of that i reckon like the thing that's concerning is that um it's it can contaminate somebody who isn't appearing to have any symptoms for two weeks or 10 days i think it is so it's like but that's just illnesses no that's
1: the same as a flu yeah, you can you can, you'll carry the virus for and a few if weeks was, before it actually hits you. And if there was like you. a
0: massive outbreak of millions of people being infected with the flu and then them contaminating the world, mm. I'd argue that there probably would be a similar level of concern. Uh,
1: mm. Yeah, maybe. I just <laughs> I just don't see it as that big a thing.
0: Yeah. Well, put it this way: I think uh, I definitely think people are overreacting to it. Like people are comparing it to World War Z. Yeah. And it's like that wasn't a very good film anyway, and it's not. We're selling like out of masks.
1: We are now is it I know that China did uh, the UK's running out of masks the, 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 all the Amazon's bumped all the prices up because everyone's just buying them left right and center <laughs> and every scientific article I've read has been like don't bother it won't do anything but nobody cares and nobody's being informed do so you think all right do you think that if there
0: was someone that you loved and felt like you wanted to remain alive do you think that you'd be, have be a bit more
1: concerned I don't I don't think that I think people are selfish <laughs> I think they're doing it for themselves they're not doing it for other people yeah. Which makes sense, because you, you will try and keep yourself alive.
0: <laughs> but well, I agree that if it only kills 4%, why not just roll those dice and shake hands with everybody? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, there's this whole why thing Why are you of, the
1: kind of person that does that in the first place? Just shake stay cans, at home. It's fine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: dig a hole in the yeah. garden lie down just in yeah. there for a couple of weeks. oh
1: no there's this virus going around but I really want to go out and get pissed well just don't go out and get pissed
0: yeah but it's stuff like food like you have to get your food from somewhere even if you deliver it the delivery guy might be all oh no so you might have to cook yeah but what will you cook if the food isn't there you'd have to get food from somewhere right right what if the local stray cats have got coronavirus yes, and you're hunting them in the have...
1: street it's where preppers have got it right isn't it? yeah they haven't got just... coronavirus tins no They've got like bunkers in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, There's Chinese don't go there.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Apparently, they're bringing them over not far from here. Um, Chinese, say people. not far. Um, where was it? They're, they're in the they're in the in the Wirral, which is like maybe half an hour's drive away. What are they bringing? Well, are bunkers um, or no, Chinese so they, people? Um, the 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 English that they bought back from China. Oh that they're quarantining. Yeah. They they've been quarantined on like Send military, them to Stoke. On like military <laughs> barracks or something. Like yeah, well the the, the the thing is if they took it to Stoke there's probably something there that's already mutated that could kill it off. <laughs> Just unemployment or yeah, something. Yeah, well yeah. A, they don't go anywhere.
2: Well it goes, <laughs> goes to the pub and then he goes to quarantine, it, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they but they yeah. they haven't left the area in 75 years. Let's put it this way. I,
0: yeah, I don't care about it, but I think it's an interesting thing to to keep on top of. Yeah. But don't go to any extreme lengths. But I felt the same about Brexit. And I saw... Uh, today's February 1st, I think. Yeah. And yesterday, people were posting videos of Brexit parties like it was a New Year's <clears throat> Eve party. Yeah. And that was really surreal to me. And people setting off fireworks and stuff. I had this conversation. Which is really
1: weird, and I feel that's the same parallel to the coronavirus. I had this conversation with Vix because I'm like I I, I'm with you. Like it is strange. I don't it's a weird thing to celebrate a political happening, but I imagine in their minds it's no different than Americans celebrating independence. That's what I related
0: it to. Maybe. I reckon it's just everyone got stuck up in the heat of hating each other. Yeah, Brexit, pro Brexit, so it got to anti-Brexit. this big thing of like, now like, we've got to rub it in. We've won. Yeah, yeah, that's like the that's trouble. That's
1: the that's the air about it. I, I imagine there's some people that were genuinely happy like and it wasn't oh yeah it sure. wasn't like a bitterness or anything I think the like people that. who wanted it are happy that um, they got what they wanted yeah but i just
0: I, felt it just felt <laughs> i just wasn't expecting it and it's like my facebook feed just started having people like throwing party poppers and doing countdowns like what's this for yeah oh it's for brexit like oh okay it's like you didn't do that when they i don't know lowered or raised the retirement age yeah you didn't do that like it, it just feels like it's a political move so uh, no, yeah like a um, I don't know what they call it, but uh, I guess a bill that's passed. It's an odd they thing. I haven't done to it for c- any other bills.
1: It's an odd thing to celebrate because it wasn't unanimous. I guess America, like independence, makes sense as far as America goes because yeah, they all wanted to be independent. I don't think so. Well, I guess you got no evidence of it now because yeah. they're all dead. Well, so I think Stephen Crowder's proud of pr- doing a lot of. Um,
0: uh, so latest change of my mind was about. Um, Male privilege is a myth again. He was doing it at mm. the women's march, and one of the facts he he brought up a lot, which isn't incorrect, was that women, the majority of women, did not want the right to vote, and it's just been cool. really. Yeah, oh, I did big, not know that. Yeah, and it's one of those things that makes sense because having the right to vote meant you needed more responsibilities. You would be drafted into the military if needed. Oh. You would need to be working the fire service, voluntary sector or whatever. Right. There'd be an obligation, there'd be responsibilities that came with it. Yeah. And they didn't want to it's do... It's like no taxation without
1: representation, that
0: kind of thing. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So so I think when you look back in history, you go, oh, obviously women wanted the right to vote. And you go like, yeah, but that's you're, you're making that assumption now with hindsight yeah. and in a different environment. So I think yeah no one like, disagrees
1: now that it's a bad, that it that it's a good thing. Um Yeah, yeah. but I guess in the past that you're always going to have opponents to it.
0: Yeah, and um you know and so I just think when you look back in on things you sometimes do it with rose tinted glasses. So I imagine with the American civil um in war of independence like there was probably some people who didn't want independence. Yeah. Same as like I don't know the civil war, maybe there was a third party that wasn't you know that popular with either of them. This yeah. kind of did did the own thing.
1: With I I um uh I've I've read a few articles recently um that have uh, from 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 all sides um that have said that since Trump got into the White House, like as well as the economy being up, racial tension has been down, and I, which I was like that seems weird compared to what everyone's actually saying. Mm. And I think it's one of those things where it's like in 50 years time, his presidency is going to be seen very differently as it is th- than it is now. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll just have the policy and the and the facts and figures to look back on as opposed to the whole attitude of the culture. And I guess it's that same kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, again, it's just, it's you're looking at it with the rage of everybody online at the moment. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of our listeners sent in a picture of... Uh, and they do this every now and then. I don't know how true it is, but um, like the whole thing about Iran, they were like, point to where Iran is on a map." And there was a couple of people who just did it like in the middle of the Pacific Ocean <laughs> it's there, right? And you go like, you've got those people who are yelling and screaming as well. Yeah, and then, yeah, in 50 years' time, that'll all be filtered out, and it'll be like society was angry at the time. And society yeah. believed this. And now we're just kind of going through it and there's, there's so many unknowns. Yeah. And what sources to trust and what's real and what's mm. not. Well, it's like, there's, yeah. a,
1: there's people um, like, uh, you know, uh, Tim Pool. Yeah. So he he, he has this thing where he talked about, uh, like, the Civil War. Um, and he said, like, there, there, was, there was no specific trigger moment for the Civil War it was a period of unrest that built and built and built. Mm. Um, and so for a lot of people that are saying, Well, ah, there's, there's nothing going to happen like these days or everything, but like we're all perfectly fine. He, 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 his argument was like, no, like the the tension between the two sides and the two groups and everything is just as palpable now as it was back then. It's just that you're you're looking as though like there needs to be a specific trigger and there isn't it's just a build up of tension and it just builds and builds and builds and then like and he he's convinced that we're kind of in the middle of one of those builds now and then the coronavirus comes along <laughs> yeah and things out you... <laughs> both both yeah. sides and we all just get on with our lives yeah thanks we'll
0: china shake hands walk away yeah like
1: yeah but yeah yeah coronavirus <laughs>
0: civil war uh racial tension what was related to coronavirus that i was saying i said something was like the coronavirus <laughs> we talked about that for a bit. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah. So other than that, other than, you know, mass plague. Yeah. that people are. A bit, oh, yeah. Brexit parties. That was it. Brexit parties. Yeah, just weird people. It just seems strange stuff, to do party poppers for a bill being, or an act being enacted. Yeah. Although I did find it funny because <laughs> there was the last day of school for the Brexit MPs where... Oh, yeah. They were all in the EU building. Yeah. And it was their last day. So they all, like, you know, wrote on each other's shirts. Like, oh, good luck, <laughs> whatever. No, but they like, took the flag and they're like, we're leaving now. Bye. Like, they were waving uh, the British flag and the EU was going, please don't wave your flag. This
1: is EU. Driving off, waving it. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny as fuck. I, I found it pretty funny. It yeah. was like, I recognize it of been like, that's incredibly childish. Yeah, yeah, it's very stupid. But, but the, it's the whole makes it thing funny. is just really funny. The fact yeah. that they got so offended by it is yeah. really funny. The fact that they did it in the first place because they're like, this is a great idea. I'm supporting my country. Like, <laughs> that's really funny. Like, it, the whole thing. It just
0: surmises how childish the whole thing is. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, I don't know you can look at this seriously. I don't know. <laughs> People counting down to 11 p.m. <laughs> so why why you count down to 11 p.m.? Yeah. Why not Brexit day? Why not Brexit after day? I don't know. Yeah. Then there was no. a whole thing about 50p pieces that have got writing on it. Oh, everyone lost their shit yeah, about and there that. And was like,
1: there wasn't a comma or something. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is stupid. So, it's like- and there were people on Twitter, because it's always fucking Twitter, being like, we need to get all these coins. And if you get one, don't spend it because it'll yeah. go back into circulation. You need to you need to keep hold of it. We'll get them all together and melt them down. We will never see these coins. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ so almighty. Cool. Haven't you got lives to live? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Like it's just people get consumed by this soap. Yeah, writing on telly. It's, it's just, just They get so riled up. It's like yeah. getting pissed off at someone at Love Island. You're like, all right, mate, you,
1: I'm just going to go do something else. Yeah. All right? Yeah. There's loads of stuff. Out. I got rid of my Facebook on my phone again today just because it just it just seems to make me <laughs> angry. Like, I, I seem to do it a few times a year and they'll be like, oh, okay, you can come back now. I, th- um, I think we must have. Started. I don't have it with Twitter because I never got addicted to Twitter. I just yeah. see stupid things that people have said on there by watching YouTube videos. But like, uh, like I, I just ugh, no. Like I, people on Facebook, it's just, it's like Twitter except it's paragraphs and it's all bollocks.
0: But then just don't. I mean, I, we have very different relationships with mm. our
1: phones and social media.
0: Yeah. But like, if you come across something like that, you don't just like scroll past it. You well, the like, nice is thing this, is, is that it that I've, you get sucked in, or is it that you're bored and you just want to? Yeah, it's the, it's that something. kind of
1: thing. It's it's just it's downtime at work where it's just like uh, just scroll for a while. So I've got Reddit and Facebook, and now it's just. Yeah, I need to find I need to find something something more productive. But the, the, the interesting thing is that I've switched all my uh, all my browsers over to Brave, um, and now no one knows what to sell me, which is great because <laughs> I just keep getting all these adverts for the most random shit.
0: I saw uh, I saw today actually. There's a Google subscription service that can remove Google ads for one pound a month. Fuck off! It's just like it yeah, uh, seems weird. I've never had a weird problem with advertising. To be fair. Yeah, but like, like it you, is creepy sometimes. I think you But it's for your own good.
1: I was thinking about this the other day. You don't right? have a problem with advertising in the same way that you don't have a problem with like Alexa in your house or something. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're quite comfortable with it, and that's fine. Yeah. Like if you are. That's well, great. I
0: just I feel I feel myself to be a stronger warrior. <laughs> I think I could defeat Alexa if I wanted to. <laughs> I mean. Fair enough. She knows what biscuits I ordered. <laughs> 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 oh no. Um Yeah, it's that's just like I just redundanted that out of my mind. It's been like, uh, whatever. If that if that's what downs me, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. That'll be an interesting war. <laughs> <laughs> the fight against my light. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, coronavirus and Yeah, green.
1: coronavirus. Uh, I started building cities which oh, is yeah, yeah. thoroughly unproductive, but yeah. it's like, but I, I, I the,
2: the, the longer video i's, game for those. That yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the longer I spent doing it, the more I realized it's just a modern version of a guy in his loft playing with a train set. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I, yeah. And it's, a, it's definitely, it's definitely a Zen thing thoroughly like a big waste of time, but I'm a big believer in wasting time. In having some sort of time sink in your life, yeah, yeah like sure. something where, like, it's, keep it under keep it under control. Mm. Like, you can't. Don't, this isn't like an everyday thing, but like, not absolutely every second of your day has to be productive. I think if it is, you'll just burn out really quick.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, and it's good to have your brain like um, go into a subconscious state. Which is what you get in those games. You're focusing so intently on one thing yeah. that ever, that your brain kind of it, it relax. It, I guess it relaxes, mm. but it just gives it a moment to to mong out, yeah, and in a positive way of just yeah. to seethe and do. It's meditative video yeah. games, and I think because your the brain thing can is though, it's off. not.
1: That's the thing though. Like it, it's not mindless. Like you're yeah. working out traffic problems and all of these different things yeah, that yeah. you don't have to deal with in your everyday life, like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it uh, it allows it. You don't think it. Yeah, it distracts you. Yeah, and so your brain can kind of rebalance itself. Yeah, and doing a monotonous task like building a road mm. and expanding, thinking about us, thinking about a small manageable project. Yeah, same reason that people do yoga and meditation is just yeah. to yeah get their brain focused on something. But that's else. the thing. I, th- I get th- their think... conscious brain focused on something else, so that their subconscious brain can kind of have a bit of room to breathe.
1: Yeah. I just I don't think it would ever be looked on in the same way as like uh building like aircraft models or doing like a painting mm. or something Cause it's like well in this like if you if you build a character in a thing and ju- and get it all leveled up and whatever mm. or if you build a city in a in a game or something and get all that well managed and stuff the time and effort that you that you've piled into that and the th- the result at the end of it um I don't think should be seen on any different level as um as as you kind of zoning out into like painting models or um or or anything like that but but people view that as like oh it's a real skill i don't think so i think people
0: hate people who paint models (laughs) (laughs) you know the majority of people they'd be like oh weird alan in his loft painting planes (laughs) you know it's just we're of the demographic that's like no we understand that we've done stuff like that yeah it makes sense to us but i don't know the bloke down the pub will be like well i don't understand it It costs money and Spend time. Why wouldn't you spend it on beer every weekend? Mm. You know, it's just different hobby. Hobbyists, yeah, I think are viewed in their own demographic as fine. But yeah, outside, and I reckon it's the same for video games. People, there are some people look at video games and think that's what's causing children to shoot each other. You know, and there's some people. (laughs) you are not really going to change that, are you? Yeah, and you see people who like uh, they view people who like make uh, taxidermy as like, oh, they're serial killers. It's like, ah, he's just he's just making a friend. Yeah, you know, it's a different kind of art world. But yeah, we've been off for mm. two weeks. Two weeks? Nah. I was trying to remember. I've, I've, I've been well busy. It's... And I know I've been busy for like three months.
1: So we did one Wednesday or Thursday or whatever it was. And then we didn't nah. do this past one. Yeah. So it's been... Is it um, like 10 days maybe? Yeah, thereabouts. Because we're recording this one a few days late. Yeah. And then
0: this one will be two weeks apart. Yeah. yeah, something. So we've been away. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. Um, yeah I did I was quite productive to be fair and um, not regrettably so uh, but uh, now there's just a little bit of responsibility just kind of poking me in the side of the head I said yep. a while ago that um, there was a stand up um, show that was uh, offered me a spot and I managed to go up and I went and performed there and I'll just do it good. for you well it's it's just <laughs> this is, it's on a sock mate Yeah, so tech issues. Bees. Bees. But yeah, um, I mentioned a while ago that there was a stand-up place in Birmingham that offered me a spot a while ago. and managed to go up and do it. And it was uh, it was very good therapeutically. Mm-hmm. Um, the largest thing is always just getting out of your own way. But um, yeah, I could talk all day about stand-up stuff. As the more I speak to more people at comedy, i go like, oh, I probably think about this more than... I should, yeah. Um, but no, yeah. It was good. Went up and did um, did five minutes on like a on a, on a thing with people. And it was just nice to do. Um, told the blood sacrifice story. <laughs> got the expected res- response. Oh, of just like <laughs> okay, um, yeah. And learned that I think a lot of the reason that story is funny to me and yourself, I imagine, is because you know the backstory. It was of hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That adds the context of yeah. I'm not boasting about this story. This was me genuinely trying to date someone <laughs> who was bleeding on me.
1: Yeah. So it's trying to frame it's it's so trying to frame that it. story. It's trying to use that story to introduce yourself yeah. in an honest way. Yeah. And tell the story, I guess. So I
0: think it's meant really those kind of, all my stories really are all there's a a pretext to all of them. And that pretext is I'm innocent in all of this mm. and just trying to then, and, and the fun, they're, they're all punchlines to, to my personality. So yeah, I think uh, something that I learned from that was like, yeah, I think I need to do other stuff before I tell that story um, in order to set up why I find it funny. Because it's yeah, not I don't funny be- with that. Well, <laughs> it's the thing. It's like, I'd find it funny anyway, but yeah, it's not, the story isn't, disgusting for, for jokes yeah it just it was a disgusting thing that happened and a tragic and horrific thing that gave me some kind of trauma so it's just like that's funny to me because yeah. of how i went into it and how gent- polite and gentlemanly i was trying to be throughout the whole thing that's what makes it funny for me yeah. not the word, the fact that i said pus and piss mm. whereas i think uh, it was maybe coming across like that so i can't kind of do that yeah. But yeah it
1: could be it could very easily just be mistaken as a gross out story
0: yeah, I mean, it was received well. It was taken quite oh, well. Yeah? yeah, and but it was just so you didn't um, bomb with it. it. Wasn't just like crickets. <laughs> um, well, I think it went as well as the story could go. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a, it didn't. It wasn't received brilliantly. Yeah, but it was received with what it was. I mean, I did set up the pretext as well that it was my first time on stage and mm. you know doing this, so I think people gave me a little bit more leeway. Yeah, but um, yeah, it got a mixed response because. Uh, I think the reason being because I've, I'm very comfortable on a stage because I've done other stage stuff before. And the big thing I was work, I had in my mind about going up to the stage and telling this story is when I've tried to tell it before, I've lent too hard into angry rage. Yeah. You know, like I just find it funny. I find anger funny. So I'd go on and be angry. Mm. And that would really change the tone. So I went on with the mindset of this, of just like, just go on and just talk. Yeah. And just tell the story in this kind of way get rid of any pre-show adrenaline just get used to that because that usually fuels into the anger because then it's yeah. like get all this energy and, and then it's not the way to do it yeah so uh, i just focused on doing that and went up and did and i think people were quite taken aback about how confident i was on a stage mm. um but it was good it was um i'd probably um, do it again and there's potential that i might be able to do it like once a week and then find another venue that I can do okay you can do more every week yeah it's just trying to keep up with that momentum of doing that but yeah it was good and then yeah getting to know other stand-ups and stuff like that and yeah starting out and doing all that kind of stuff was a lot of fun and then yeah just i don't know my mental i don't know whether it's my mentality but just i don't know i've got this i'm a single dad is what it is you know when he's talking to other people about doing stuff that it's like oh you know i'll only do shows that within 20 minutes drive why have you driven an hour and a bit to get here so yeah because it's driving's not painful for me. Yeah, I can just drive here and then drive back. Oh, the cost See, I, doesn't cost as much as you think it does. Yeah, and I don't drink, so when I get here, I'm still spending less money. So it's just kind of. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that would it. that would definitely get in the way for me, like the drive, the traveling. Yeah, like well, like if so, like when I was doing the band stuff and, mm. and whatnot, like I, I really really enjoy singing in a band when you don't have to deal with all the f- fucking politics of of. of uh, G-shot venues and right and uh, and booking gigs and all of that nonsense but yep. like the actual playing and the, and the singing and everything's great um but after i uh, after i left that i got a bunch of uh offers from people like out of town and stuff that um that, that just wanted to kind of get together and try some stuff out and whatnot but i was in my in my head i was just like look you're like an hour away there's no way I will in my head I will ever commit to that. <laughs> I just won't. I just I just won't. Like it is an at, it's a it's a proper roadblock for me. Whereas like with the with the band that I was in, it was just like was ten ten minute drive I'm at the studio. We can we can get to that. But that yeah. that would be a roadblock for me. But but and it it really would. And and but maybe but that's a, maybe why? that's a sign that I'm that it's not something that I'm that I want to commit to. Maybe that's the thing. I think I it's remember, a character
0: flaw more than. That. Well, I don't
1: know. I remember I, I remember. <laughs> I, was, I, was oh, I would, I would uh, go food shopping, but it's like, it's like an hour. And I don't know. Nah, I'd that's rather different. not eat. That's, that's survival. That's something that you yeah. need. Like if you it, don't have the needs. Yeah. It. That's the thing. If I, if, if maybe, maybe that's, that's a thing that is just like, well, if I don't, mm. if I don't want it that much, then maybe I don't want it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe.
0: But I think there's the, I, like, I remember talking that.
1: about the comedy scene in Boston. Um, mm. And he was saying like, we're in Boston and New York. And he was just like, you had these places from here, for like five minutes from here and here and here. And I was talking to like, he's, he said, I was talking to this, this comic from Arizona. He was just like, yeah, no, when I started out, I drive two hours to do five minutes on this right. bit. And yeah, I yeah, just yeah, do yeah. it that again and again and again. He's yeah. just, and he said, it was just like, I don't know if I'd have been <laughs> able to do that. And he's like one of the most successful comics well, in the, the world. It's the breaking it down. Like, I mean, why wouldn't you
0: drive an hour to sing? Yeah, yeah, I'm at a venue, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. And I think some people don't like driving. And I think that a lot of people can't justify the time, maybe. Mm. Or the maybe the money. But the money is... It, 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 I, can't, I bought a financially responsible car. So it really the cost of driving there and back isn't a isn't an issue you could argue there's a financial
2: cost it wouldn't be a money thing i think
1: for me I, th- I think particularly if i drove for two hours and then bombed for five minutes and drove back i probably would never go again
0: We <laughs> <laughs> live very different lives it's pretty much what yeah. i do i guess <laughs> but um yeah i think it's just people putting i, I in. I said before, um, I can't remember whether I wrote this down. Um, we were, cause the two episodes ago I was working on like three hours sleep. I was knackered. We were talking yeah. about focus, mm. something about focus. Um, oh yeah. I started to to do some self-help stuff about focus books and I felt like that didn't, I didn't need that. Mm. And I've, I'm starting to realize more and more that I've got a very strong focus, which is why I hate stuff like tech. Which yeah. is why I get enraged <laughs> is because I'm trying to get in the zone for something yeah and stuff that this doesn't work way. and I'm just yeah. like this is infuriating yeah I'm so and I enjoy being in the zone in focus so much yeah that getting distracted. I just, it's very, very frustrating for me. Mm. So um, the chance to go and do something and focus in on something, even if it's to drive two hours and bomb, like five minutes to be up there and be like, yes, no, for the five minutes, I had that focus and I was doing something. I'm really into that. And um, driving, I think when I drive, like I said, I'm always on in some way, not necessarily in the most rewarding ways, but I'm always thinking about something and and then really turn off that much is always something that i'm doing and especially driving is a really place where i tend to flesh out ideas and stuff like that so i've never been a i've driven two hours for a date yeah you know i've done all that stuff it's not it's not an issue for me but how do we get onto driving you loved singing but driving for an hour wouldn't be a would be an issue Stand up comedy, I drove there for an hour and people were questioning it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm always surprised by the the roadblocks that people put up in front of themselves. Mm. And if that is distance, it seems strange. If you met the love of your life and she lived 100 miles away. You'd travel that hundred miles. There's no question in my mind. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's what I'm saying, though. I think it's a question of your dedication to the to, to the art form or to the person or to the whatever it is that you're trying to do. Like, if I'm not willing to drive an hour to do it, then maybe I don't want it that much, is what I'm saying. Trying
0: to interpret your own desire, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That and a lot of my stuff is, the closest you could describe it is therapeutic, I think. Mm. I'm very much, I dance my way through life. And what that means is that like, I'm looking for um, the beautiful worlds colliding together to create a masterpiece of movement yeah. in order to do something. As it, What that means is I'm looking for purpose in a lot of things. Yeah. And when I find it, I find it intri- intriguing to, to journey through it. So I won't necessarily do, some, uh, do an art form because I feel obligated to. It's just like, no, I feel like there'll be some kind of release, some kind of therapy from this. Mm. So go out and do it. So maybe there's a weird desire for me to go out and do that. But I don't think so because I've done it for things I don't want to do. I've driven two hours to do things I don't want to do before. Yeah. But again, I'm too polite. But yeah, it feels... I don't know. Yeah, the driving thing seems strange to me. But yeah, it's just another roadblock I think people put up for themselves. Just go out and do what you love instead of knowing what you you want, what you will make you happy and deciding not to do it. Mm. I'm guilty of that myself, of procrastinating and putting up roadblocks. But as soon as you just... I'm just trying to have that mantra of you know this will make you happy. Yeah. You know that this is what you want to do and you're not doing it because of silly reasons. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, as soon as you as soon as like magnifying glass and that you go like, I can't justify it. I can't. And that's what people do. They rationalize their, themselves away into yeah. not doing something. Yeah. And I think as soon as you start looking at it and go like, well, I'll give you ten pounds to drive there for an hour. Yeah, will that solve everything? Mm. Will that make you happy? So like the oh, other, something. Else.
1: The other side of it is that I I have put my I, I have applied and thrown my name in the hat for like uh, f- uh, shooting opportunities or or, or like or video opportunities, film opportunities, or anything like that that have been like like a proper jaunt, like three, four, mm. five hours. It could have been. It could have involved like driving down to london a couple of times a week uh, or or relocating temporarily or stuff mm. or stuff like that that doesn't phase me so i think it is just a thing of like how dedicated to this are you exactly how much do you want it or need it yeah how passionate you are about it yeah maybe you just want to sing in the shower but yeah or something like that yeah maybe maybe i just want to do open mics maybe i just just, just like, local
0: open mics yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just a hobby kind of thing yeah maybe I don't have hobbies. (laughs) Missions. Yeah. Um, But that ties in a little bit with, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do my stand-up about. And I think anger is such a big part of my life. Because there are ways that it can make the blood and blisters story, the blood and blisters. Yeah, it is blood (coughs) and blisters story. Mm. Blood sacrifice story. Sorry, a friend of mine mentioned, we Mm. talk about it as blood and blisters. Um, There's a way to make that more funny and more palatable and for people to enjoy it more. And it would be to take it into another, make it something else and mm-hmm. wrap it in another story and yeah that story can be funnier you yeah. can add themes about me you know oh she was the third and i dated this one girl she was bloody blah the second one was bloody blah, and this one i thought was just right you know you can do whatever mm. with all these stories yeah but it's like no i feel like i need to have some kind of bill Burr moments of just like, yeah
1: Argh. but i'm just concerned that my rage is pretty big you can have those i think it's, it's just, just practice and try and figure it out you you have to build to it and it, I think it would. I th- you can't build to anger. Well, you are angry already. The thing, like I think, I th- Also, so like with bills, for example, it's like a whole hour. But if it was an hour turned up to eleven, like mm. you couldn't do it. It's got to. It's got to come in waves. It has to. It has to ease off, and that has to be like like that thing, like the the thing with a girl. Mm. Like there have to. There has to be like a juxtaposition of like a way of looking at a, a horrific thing in a very lighthearted way, or a mm. way of looking at a lighthearted thing, which I think is what Bill does in a, in just a really angry way. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, it's yeah. the, it's, it's the way you frame it. Like you could, you can't just be like anger 20 minutes and then I'd be Nick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try and make it work.
2: Yeah. I yeah. Think that,
0: that, what, I'm, what I'm saying by that is like, yeah, I feel like there's ways that I could, I could make things. I could try and do things in a different way, but I just feel like there's such a strong pull to me to go towards. Working through anger and exploring that because I don't think, I think everyone's as angry as I am. It's just, I embrace it more. Actually, I've got a thing. Um, (laughs) I was (laughs) going to get onto it a bit later, but we kind of, uh, uh, in in all this, I started to think, so I tried to dissect that idea, right? Anger. I think anger is the best thing in the world. Right. And I think it's got quite a bad rap. All right. Right. But I genuinely believe that all of the good things in my life have come out out of uncontrollable rage. Right. Right. That's been my motivator. That's okay. what's driven me somewhere. And I don't think there's any other emotion that does that. No good has ever come out of joy. Um. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if as in no change... I think change, anger is the fuel of change. Yes, right. I'll, I'll, I can agree so I with I mean? that, yeah. And I think that you should embrace it because there's nothing that motivates me more than anger to get to, and to go do something. Mm. And I've just made it work for me. And I've spoken to a few people about this and they've been like, well, angry, anger makes me do this. And that's obviously negative. You go, okay, cool, but I don't know what it is about me, but I've just managed to make it work for me. And it's just, if it doesn't work for you, obviously you don't do it. But yeah, joy, <gasps> no one's motivated by joy. If your joy is the end goal, right? Yeah. You want happiness. If you're happy, why do you want to change that? So If you're happy all the time, you just get complacent and bored. Yeah. You don't want to change that. No. That's not going to motivate you towards something else because you've already at the end destination. Mm. You could argue if something might make you 20% happier, you'll go do that. But why aren't you happy with what you have? That means you haven't got happiness because you're not as happy as you could be, which means you're frustrated that you're not as happy as you could be, which means you're angry. (laughs) So go ahead and do it. Right. I don't think the industrial revolution came about because everyone was so fucking happy. Do you know <laughs> well, what I mean? Yeah. Change. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, the big component of change. Inventions aren't made because everyone's happy. Yeah. You, you do things when you're happy to do stuff. I get that. But yeah, you you diamonds come out of pressure. Ideas come out of yeah, bad circumstances. Yeah. You need to you need to if change is forced. And I don't think you're forced. I'm by not happiness.
1: sure if. Uh, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if happiness and anger are the are the are the core of that. I think it's about satisfaction. You can be happy and unsatisfied, and maybe, and the dissatisfaction will cause change.
0: Yeah, but that would imply that you're not satisfied by happiness, which is what I'm saying. Is that? While well, happiness may be an end goal, right. it's not what pushes you to do something. Dissatisfaction, I would agree, mm. would fuel you for change. Yeah, But the happiness wouldn't. Yeah, You may yeah. be happy and angry, mm. and that will invoke change. Yeah. But if you were just a
1: really happy guy, there's why got, would you want to change it? There's got to be a negative. Otherwise, yeah. why would you alter? So I had a look. There's yeah. 10 emotions. <laughs> okay. right, Joy, it's shit. Is that an emotion?
0: Apparently. All right. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered. Uh, number two is excitement. It's an emotion, isn't it apparently um, short-term joy or lot, anticipation. Yeah, or like intense short-term joy. Yeah, I guess.
1: But you can be excited about something negative. In like, you can be excited. No, it's a positive, isn't it? I guess, but excitement. couldn't the, the, the I, I find excitement weird. You could be excited about being angry.
0: Yeah, so it's a side effect emotion. Yeah, it's not the it's not a core emotion. Yeah. I would say that happiness be, is a core emotion. Yeah, I don't think you could be
1: happy about being angry. Those are two. But it. you could be excited about being angry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Which I'd say that May I'd like the
0: Industrial Revolution example. Yeah. Do you think that was caused by excitement? People are so excited that
1: they built a train. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. The, you know, no, the steam. I think that was the industrial revolution, wasn't it? it was the steam engines?
1: Uh, c- yeah, steam so combustion, big. internal yeah. combustion engine was a big thing. Yeah, but yeah, steam. And steam I don't think that. And it wasn't built,
0: built because you were happy, and it wasn't built because you were excited about the next episode of Lost that was going to come out. Yeah, you know. Oh, I'm going to build a steam engine. Uh, number three, one of my favorite emotions: surprise. Is that an emotion?
2: Apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make this. In- I'm gonna make an engine. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling today? Surprised? Yeah, I feel very surprised. Yeah, <laughs> look what I made. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Surprise myself? What goods ever come out of surprise? Can you be surprised into change?
1: Uh, by
0: a bear? You could can- <laughs> <laughs> surprise yourself so much that you got to do your laundry on your underwear for the next couple of days. Yeah, but yeah, it's not. It's not the great emotion. Yeah. Never considered it an emotion before. Surprise. Yeah. But I guess it is. There's loads of them like that. Yeah, there's there's loads could, of... Well,
1: the, yeah. Uh, you could be you, you could be thoroughly, like, anti-hunting until you were surprised by a bear. Yeah. And then you're pro-hunting. But it's not an emotion that you go chase, right? You're not, like,
0: people are looking for happiness. They're not looking for surprise. No. Like, as an end goal of life.
1: Now I can die. But... They're like surprised that now they're going to die. You do get the opposite of that. You do get people who hate surprises. <laughs> yeah, like people. Who I've hate... never seen it in, in flesh and blood. People look like don't like surprise presents, but, surprise yeah. birthdays, surprise parties, surprise anything. Yeah, like they they're, they they. I, maybe it's a crave of structure. Like I I need to know exactly yeah, what's happening. I like surprises, but I do have that thing of like planning and 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 things. Like I like to know what I'm doing the next day. Um, there was but thing, I do like surprises. When
0: I was planning your stag do, yeah. I was saying um, how I wanted to surprise you by breaking into your house at like two in the morning <laughs> and like abducting you from your, from your room. Yeah. All with your wife's knowledge. Right. <clears throat> uh, but some people were afraid that you were going to kill everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that would surprise me. <laughs> Not that you're incapable of killing everybody, yeah. it's that your first instinctive subconscious reaction to being abducted is yeah. to go full martial arts mode. And yeah. I'm just like I'm not not I'm not I'm not a i am not i am not I am a great warrior but not a skilled warrior. I'm not I, saying that I'd be able to defeat you, but it just feels like if you're asleep and I'm awake, I feel like I've got an advantage. True. I do keep a bat hidden very
1: close to the bed.
0: <laughs> but that would, I wouldn't mind getting hit with a baseball bat. <laughs> it wouldn't make a bit I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. So it'd be like, yeah, it's worth it for the story." If
1: it? I saw you I'd be for surprised. a second, like upon waking up i'd be thoroughly confused but i would recognize your silhouette
0: yeah and you wouldn't and we, t- we could turn the lights on or whatever but yeah. you wouldn't instinctively yeah some people react with I keep surprise it in i don't keep a ways. knife
1: i'm not going to kill anyone <laughs> yeah but uh, if there's a bunch of you you could succumb me pretty quick yeah well anybody
0: you're asleep yeah yeah <laughs> just waking up takes you a while, takes everybody a while maybe not me i'm always ready but yeah just yeah it doesn't feel like but yeah so some people thought that surprise was going to result in their impending death um may may be a motivator for change yeah um for sadness it's an emotion Mm. again i don't think sadness encourages change i think that sadness is the incapability to change Um,
1: like it almost prevents change completely because you're sad about something that you cannot change sadness i would say i think Sadness can be a precursor to change but not a cause of it. Yeah. So you have the sadness and then you have I don't know the excitement or the yeah. whatever the like That's the like anticipation. The starting of, point. Sadness
0: yeah. and happiness is the end point point. and how do you get from A to B? I yeah. don't think you use the you sad- don't think you bring the sadness with you. Yeah. I think you try to get away from the sadness yeah. to reach something else. Yeah. So it's not fuel. Number s- 5 anger, yep, number 1 uh, in my opinion. Number 6 is disgust. Different, uh, different, uh, different to anger, emotion? I would say. Like, I, I think guess. it's, I don't know. I think people, cause there's, there's loads of different articles. This was just the fairest one that I found. There's mm. others that are like, romance is an emotion. Like you can feel romanced, but that doesn't mean that just cause you put feel in front of it and it works, it means it's an emotion. And there is a different feeling to romance. There's a different emotional, physical feeling to it. But I'd argue that it's kind of like a tangent from other emotions combined. I
1: think romance is—it's just—it's an adjective. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. It's a description of an event, a moment in time. It's a description of something that you did. Yeah. But like but heartwarming,
0: not... you know, th- 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 it is a different emotion. But I don't think it's its own independent emotion. Is what I'm saying. No. It's
1: kind of like a blend of
0: everything going together. So disgust. Mm. You could be disgusted at something, but I don't, th- again, I don't think you would use your disgust to motivate change. You can be disgusted by something,
1: but it seems like, well, that, it's, if you, if you, you would use that as fuel. If you got, if you've got anger as your drive, it's, if you, um, yeah, I think, I think maybe, I think anger is the bridge, right? So, let's like, yeah. say, um, so you've got disgust into anger into like,
0: the action yes yeah, so say the industrial revolution right yeah you're disgusted that there's no trains
2: you're disgusted <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're disgusted i don't know say there was um i don't know a, a, st- a com- internal combustion engine could improve the sewage system of a city right mm. you're disgusted at the current state of the sewage system so and along the line you'd invent this internal combustion engine mm. that changes that i think you'd be disgusted then, then you'd be angry that there wasn't a better solution and then you would pursue that solution. I don't think you'd go straight from disgust to internal combustion engine. Or no. that you'd be disgusted the entire time. I think you could be angry the entire time. Yeah.
1: Disg- again, yeah. I, th- I think anger is the is the one that all of the negative emotions channel through in order to reach. Yeah. In, in order to reach well, action. Again, negative. I think it's just people view angry.
0: Anger as negative because I'd say 95% of the time anger can be very toxic and bad but I've just loved it. I really like being angry. Yeah. And I find myself motivated the most when I'm angry about something. It's just, I'm also uh, morally uh, ma- I'm morally balanced with a conscience. So I don't go out and you know, use that well, anger
1: in a negative way. I think, I think a problem that a lot of people have that you don't seem to have yeah. is that um, anger can affect you in such a negative way that I think naturally your brain will try and filter it out as quickly as possible. Mm. like it will try and satisfy it as quickly as possible being like look you're angry about this do what you need to get it out and then we're done with it okay like yeah you can't just keep feeling this way for me this is like a wave <laughs> <surf>. <laughs> yeah that's what it feels like, like oh yeah. this is gonna be great i'm excited but about so that so the coming. anger works as a motivation to put into action but then it comes it becomes a matter of perseverance and a lot of people don't have the perseverance to continue doing the thing that anger caused them to do yeah because once the anger's gone Where's your motivation? Why am I doing this? Most people's anger subsides. You just need to be made more angry permanently. So, like I, I guess if you're someone whose anger doesn't subside, yeah. <laughs> then you need to find a way to utilise it. Well, it's just, I don't know.
0: I, I think a volume. If you want to scream, maybe I'm just a screaming kind of guy. I called you Cupcake earlier and you nearly fell over. Because I said it very loud. very loud. It's the loudest Cupcake I've ever heard in my life. I haven't seen you in two weeks. So <laughs> I had to let you know, you're still a Cupcake. Yeah. Um, but just the energy channeled through screaming from anger is so powerful. Yeah. Try channeling the the energy of surprise into yeah. a, a song or a scream. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's not yeah. nothing. Ah, yeah, nothing. No, be yeah. angry. It's much more productive. <laughs> yeah, have it, it gives it gives you more power. It's powerful. I think yeah. it's the most powerful emotion.
1: Not, I think maybe that's not the most. It. Yeah, I think you. I th- I think. Um, the reason anger is motivating is because the stuff that people make with it um, is made as an outlet for that anger, mm. not because not not because th- um, they 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 want to keep hold of it, but because they want to let it go. So they'll yeah. write and they'll write a song like yeah. or something like that, like it's there as a as a as a release. Like I've got all this anger, write the song, now the anger's gone. Yeah. Like,
0: or it's it's uh, matured,
1: yeah, it's and bit, not matured into like more angry. It, 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 that anger
0: still exists, but it's been um, organized. Yeah, is what it feels like to me anyway. Like I used to ha- be angry at One Direction for no reason, and yeah. then after expressing it and exploring it, I'm still angry about it, but I understand it more. Yeah, and the the temperature of the anger has changed. Mm. So I think yeah, it's definitely maybe anger is is to be released, whereas sadness is to be escaped from and avoided. And happiness is to be obtained, yeah. whereas anger is more to be released. Like a like fuel, like to burn it in order to get you somewhere. Um, just some other emotions. Contempt.
1: <laughs> just the energy of contempt. These Ugh. feel a bit um, like so contempt and disgust. Could you not confuse the two? Yeah, it was a different
0: kind of judgmental. I think contempt feels more judgmental. Yeah. You can have contempt for somebody because of their character. But again, I don't feel like that's a motivator for change. It's more of a, mm. an adjective of your starting position. Mm. And you want to get from that starting position to
1: someone else. You don't want to hold contempt anymore. You want to go something else. Mm. It feels a bit uh, deflated. Oh, you, you might get around to it. It might be on the list. Uh, should I just let you keep going or should I say? I think it might be the next one. Fear? No. No? No, no, no.
0: What was, what was your one?
1: Um, jealousy. Jealousy or envy. I think those are two very big motivators. They can be as long as you frame them in a positive way. I'm jealous of that. I don't have that. What do I do to get that? Yeah.
0: I think that could be an example of the way that my wiring works is I'll start off with that jealousy and convert it to anger and do something with it. But I I agree with you. I don't think that's the, I think you could take something like jealousy and envy yeah, and that can be a motivating factor. Yeah, because I d- do uh, I think
1: jealousy is always framed as a negative thing. Jealousy and yeah. envy are people see them as interchangeable, and I but but they're not. Are they? Jealousy is the worry that someone else is going to take what you have. Um, envy is um, your craving of something that someone else has already got. I think that's how it is. I feel like jealousy is like not that you're concerned someone's going to take it
0: away, but that you're insecure that somebody else is better than you. Like if you're jealous of your girlfriend, you're not jealous that someone's going to take your girlfriend away. You're jealous that you feel like your girlfriend might be motivated to leave for somebody better than you.
1: Yeah. So you can be jealous of a relationship that your girlfriend has with someone else. Yeah. 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 That relationship can make you jealous. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it is, I, and I think it is more a fear of losing than it is. I want yeah. what that person's got. Cause you've yes. already got it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um the fear of losing it yeah, yeah yeah as you say. whereas
1: envy i think envy you can actually paint in a positive light like i'm i'm mm. i'm so I like as a, it, as, yeah. a, as a so as, as someone who wants to do stand-up you can be envious of someone who's in that is who's in like a next level position they've been doing it for they've been on yeah. it for a few years they did they can do it regularly they get paid for it or something like that you can be envious of that and that can drive you to do better and it's not necessarily a negative thing. Yeah,
0: it can, like anger, it can overcome, overwhelm you. Yeah, and be debilitating. Yeah, but it can also be used as a, a natural subconscious motivator for achieving something specific. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that <clears throat> could work. But yeah, fear, again, fear doesn't feel like it's a motivator for change. It probably has been, like people, uh, dictators will use fear to try and get people
1: d- to th- work, it but it's never really is. felt like- the most productive fear is i I definitely think fear is a motivator
0: if you're afraid if you're afraid of trains you're not gonna build a train if you're yeah if you're afraid of something you'll try and build something to alleviate that fear
1: so if you if you're um could work Let's say, let's say you're going down a bad path with like drink or drugs or something like that, and you see someone who's gone way further down that path. You can fear the position that they're in, and that can be a motivation for you to change.
0: Yes, maybe, yeah. You can fear for yourself, but I always, I guess, I always associate fear with being paralysed with fear. Yeah, right. Um, okay. But I've not. Um, fear is not something that I've um, particularly experienced, mostly because I'm numb to the world. But like, yeah, it's never really been, it's been, you. if you're afraid of something that sparks an intellectual rationalization of it rather than let's run with fear. Let's encourage the fear within me in order to motivate me to do something else. Yeah. But again, I think that's my wiring. I go to anger, but yeah, I guess some people can go to fear. Mm. I'm not sure whether it would be the best because there's more, in my opinion, there's more negatives about fear. I don't think
1: it's a positive thing to rely on. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good fallback for someone who's not really got another motivator mm. like, and, I and I would say that's particularly the case with like addicts and stuff like if you're afraid of becoming a certain way then f- fucking use that like yeah but then I guess I guess I see it as
0: it pulls you into negative emotions mm. like it, you know pulls you into depression when yeah, you're afraid because I guess it you, you could those. spiral
1: down further in an effort to escape that fear yeah. whereas anger feels like it rises you to a happier plane
0: yeah yeah so, i don't know even if
1: you're angry at yourself
2: yeah
0: yeah number nine is shame weird emotion i don't see and again these aren't listed as positive motivators these are just listed yeah. as the ten emotions no yeah and i think that shame almost like surprise i think shame can be motivating but more again motivating you towards the negative if you're ashamed yeah. of something you're going to negatively affect yourself because of it
1: yeah, I mean the the being being ashamed doesn't normally cause change. It just causes you to either hide away from something or yeah. reframe it. Yeah. I don't think
0: I don't think trains were invented out of shame.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just in that context yeah. you gotta, I, I think it was anger, all anger. Yeah. Trains. Lots of good, good lo, lots of good comedy comes from shame though.
0: Oh yeah. And shame is, uh, is, is is one it should be something that you shouldn't have, but everyone has it. Yeah, It's just, you know, same with, with fear. In a lot of cases, you go like, um, there's nothing to be scared about. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Mm. So let's talk about it openly. Yeah. And let's explore why we feel so guilty or shameful mm. about these things. Number 10 is guilt, by the way, which I don't see is too different from shame. Um, you can feel guilty about your shame. Yeah. And although so, you can be ashamed of something that you did because ashamed, you felt guilty.
1: Being shamed feels further down the line than guilt, maybe and it feels like you will be ashamed of something that you are guilt that you feel guilty about i said, well okay so i think ashamed uh, has Maybe. a much more um much more of a focus on something that's actually happened something you've actually done or mm. haven't done or whatever whereas guilt can be like oh you see someone doing like uh a, a really cool kind of charitable thing and you feel guilty that you don't donate as much of your time or donate as much of your, but you don't feel ashamed about it because you haven't done anything wrong.
2: Mm,
0: maybe the similar the similarities. So I think two. I
1: think guilt could motivate you into something.
0: To building a train, yeah,
1: like uh, like I, uh, I'm I'm donating blood this month for the first time. I haven't done that before, and I would I could, I could probably say that like. Like guilt over, um, guilt guilt over not really doing like charitable stuff, it, it caused me to want to do that. Mm. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with giving blood; it's a perfectly good thing to do. We were
0: speaking before. Oh no, did we speak about it on the podcast about focus mm. and how I get frustrated by distractions? Yeah, and I think that yeah, that's, that's an example of something that would take some time for me to adjust my mentality about is I'm doing xyz. Do you want to give blood? I'm I'm busy. Well, the thing the, you know what the, I mean, the the, the, it's the, <laughs> just a weird thing of like you know, we are speaking about how busy we both are and I I'm, I'm also going to, you know, go lose some blood for a while. Yeah, the weird thing was All is right. that
1: it was it was months ago when I signed up for it. Like you it's you have to it's they only come around every few months and you and um the, <laughs> the blood vans here the, the, literally, it's, it's, I, I guess it's it's a really popular thing to do because like they're they're, they're they're there for like for, they're there for a day yep. um and the slots fill up like three months in advance. Mm. So like I I signed up like four, five months ago <laughs> and it's just coming round now. <laughs>
0: seems like a really weird subscription service do you know what i mean like you, you sign up to netflix and then it's like well we'll come around like to you. Oh, no, yeah but like you, yeah but like you've signed up to their service yeah, do you know yeah. What i mean i'm not paying for it but and then they just send you a letter like by the way we're coming to get your blood mm. oh all right i'm busy this week
1: yeah but yeah admittedly <laughs> when i got i got ill this week and i knew this thing was coming up and I, and I went through the website to see if there was any stuff that was like uh well if you if you're ill within 28 days before the appointment does it mean that you can't mm. give blood it's and... <laughs> and like oh oh good i've still got to do it <laughs> <laughs> you tried to weasel out of it bit, i yeah. I, d- like, I didn't think i was at the time but yeah, looking yeah. back i think maybe yeah. yeah
2: yeah
0: but yeah so yeah and Guilt potentially. Yeah, I think guilt seat. could be a motivator. A, yeah, I think they could all. I guess maybe I'm saying that anger has the greatest effect. on I change. think anger, it, anger. You can go from a loving husband to a divorced domestic abuser <laughs> very quickly with anger, but less quickly out of shame.
2: Yeah,
1: you can still do it. Ang- but- I think anger is the has the has the quickest trigger. towards change hottest fire yeah if you're angry about something uh if if you're angry about something in the morning there's a chance that you've put into place something that will change that by the afternoon Mm. and i think i've just experienced a lot of things where anger has taken me from a
0: to b very brilliantly and i mean it's just stupid things like lifting weights or um, relationships with people or just channeling things i found that And I've been made angry, prodded and prodded, prodded and poked to be made angry. And I found that channeling it has been very effective. And Mm. I found a way that I can effectively channel it and control it. Whereas I think for a lot of people, it's very hot, very scary. Um, and I'm I'm still um, concerned about the potential things that could happen if I was to be made angry if I was in a situ- if I was in a place and you got punched in the face I genuinely have no idea what would happen yeah. could probably kill somebody I don't know right it, I just have no idea same like especially like family members and stuff like that like, I just don't know what I would do and that could be quite concerning and I know some people who yeah I'm not a violent per- I'm not a physically violent person mentally <laughs> it's mental but yeah like uh, but physical violence, I've never never really been that kind of guy but yeah. I also have to accept that I don't know what will yeah, happen yeah, yeah. under these circumstances, yeah. but yeah, I just find that anger is going to be pretty good. So yeah, I th- and it's a big part, a really big part of my life. So yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna try and make it funny. All right, see how it goes. <laughs> anyway, um, we got a lot of news articles this week. Oh really? <laughs> well, we haven't. We haven't. Did you miss podcasting? By the way, did you? Did it feel any different having an, uh,
1: a week where you didn't
0: uh, podcast?
1: Um, to be honest, this time around, no. Yeah. Um, just because there's just there's just been so much going it's been on. Very busy. Yeah, lots of um distractions. But yeah, when it is when it is not there, there is like a
0: There is an itch that is scratched.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think as well with me trying to do other
0: um performy kind of stuff, it was just like, no, yeah, it feels like there's it feels like I've got more stuff to not say, not perform. But I guess this, this is kind of a performance, I guess. Mm. This is kind of a I think. Yeah,
1: but it's also a conversation. Like, yeah. the conversations that the conversations that we have are very different to any conversations that I have with anyone else in my life. It's true. Uh, it's definitely just sort of... Did you say you
0: love <laughs>
1: Did, Yeah, there's those... A lot of the normal
0: conversations yeah. we don't have. Yeah. Sometimes, but very rarely. Yeah. Where it's like, so how's, you know, how's your cousins? It's, um, I don't know. It's definitely like a Brechtian thing of, like, lancing the boil. <laughs> <laughs> So to recap from two weeks ago, <laughs> one, I was going to recap on focus and how like, uh, yeah. Oh, one other thing. I've said it, I said it. I was very tired two weeks ago. I said um, people who travel are worse people. As in, right. you know, like dating. Oh, I, I like to travel. Yeah. And I want to elaborate on that because I you know I didn't articulate it very well. Basically, it's the same as saying I like food. Everybody likes traveling in yeah. one form or another, just hone yeah. in on what it is that you like about travelling. Yeah, Same as if you like, I like food. What do you like about food? Mm. Chase that. If you speak to somebody who's passionate about travelling and you ask them what they like to do, they're not going to I imagine they wouldn't say, I like travelling. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I really want to go to this particular place to explore this because I went over here and it's a passionate conversation. I just feel like it's quite empty when people say, I like travelling and food. And um, films, and they're like, What films yeah. do you like? What music? Like, elaborate more. And a lot of people tend to just leave it at that. Yeah. And you go, like, Just explain. And what frustrates me about that is, yeah, it's like, Explore your passions, focus on what it is you want to do. Mm. Because I do that so much re- to a ridiculous level, in my opinion, that it's just like, Yeah, I have to think it all out and get everything together. Yeah. And I can't just be like, I like food. <laughs> so, yeah, travelers, they're all good people it's just explore your traveling a bit more another thing from two weeks ago um i've just got some notes all right um i mentioned that there was a thing a campaign in america at one point to send a teacher into space without much training yes uh true it was was called the teacher in space project (laughs) um it was a nasa program creative (laughs) yeah tisp (laughs) <laughs> um, it was a NASA program announced by Ronald Reagan in 1984, designed to inspire students, honor teachers, and spur interest in mathematics, science, and space exploration. Okay. So it was like a, a, a big summit. PR stunt. Yeah, basically. And to make it acceptable, because like you probably go, oh, if you want to be an astronaut, you need to be of the 1%. But no, anyone can go to space. Even your teacher went to space. You know, it's doable by anybody. So it's making it, you know, make it more achievable mm. um, to people. Um, unfortunately, uh well she we'll died that the project would carry teachers into space as scientists who would return to their classrooms and share the experience with their students okay yeah um but they NASA did cancel the program um, because the first time they did it was the space shuttle Challenger
2: oh no <laughs> so, oh,
1: so no. that was the first occurrence of the teacher in space program anyone could go to space
0: <laughs> oh God hey kids! <laughs> We're doing a PR stunt where teachers can go to space. So everybody gather around the television and yeah. we'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> so all these kids and kids at the school of which this teacher was a teacher. Yeah. Just watch them <laughs> blow up. See,
1: you don't need to be like well-trained. You don't need to know what you're doing. Anybody Boom. can go up. <laughs> just a beautiful mix of destiny. Yeah. Just unfortunate,
0: tragic destiny. Yeah. Just like, that was the bad time for yeah. it to go wrong. Yeah, so it was a thing, but they stopped it after
1: that one blew up. Yeah. After, oh, well, we won't do that again. <laughs> yeah. And Not again, that we're saying it's her fault. Yeah, I think it was completely unrelated. Up. No, it was. And, yeah, it was. Yeah. A, it was a construction issue. <laughs> it was just the thing but, of like,
0: oh, uh, and just all the build up, and that was the PR stud. <laughs> oh God, no. Yeah. Um, so that, that's funny. Uh, and oh, God, Elvis God. Presley mentioned that he was in some way related to being an undercover oh, yeah. agent. Yeah. True, okay. apparently. Well, it's true that that was his intention. I've tried to find evidence um, here and there. He did contact Ronald Reagan to try and, he <laughs> said he hated the Beatles because the Beatles had an anti American message. And he said, okay. Elvis was saying that, um, oh, I'll go through it. He collected police bar- ba- badges and liked to carry them around, even liked to occasionally use them. Um, he wanted to get a federal narcotics badge. Um, which he believed would give him powers of some kind. Um, He went to Washington, D.C. and wrote a letter to Nixon and dropped it off in the office. Mm. He was carrying a gun at the time, um, which people (laughs) were concerned about, but apparently it was meant to be a gift. Um, In the meeting, Elvis explained to Nixon that he was accepted by the hippie crowd and the Black Panther Party. Elvis offered to go undercover using his fame reputation, acceptance, and with America's youth and counterculture to assist the government in handling the drug problem. I can see that
1: working. Yeah, no but one suspects a, Elvis. But there's been a bunch of stuff about, like, like, TV shows and stuff about famous people being, like, undercover, undercover bosses. Yeah. 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 Wasn't Hannah Montana something like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, she had an alter ego. In the show, I think.
0: Yeah. I don't think she was also... Oh, no, 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 in the show. Prime that... Minister of Berlin.
1: No, but she was Hannah Montana and she was my star or... or something like that.
0: Yeah, what? something like that, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I can't find. So he
0: definitely pursued it. He hmm. also approached um, J. Edgar Hoover while he was the head of the FBI. I think it was the head of the FBI or the FBI's J. John Edgar Hoover. So he did pursue this. And wanted to do it and I think that's where but I haven't found confirmation on whether he was awarded a badge or if he was done anything with it. Mm. But he met with Nixon to discuss it. So right. there's definitely seeds of a conspiracy there. Yeah. You wouldn't tell the world that yeah, he is an undercover agent. Yeah. So I can understand where the conspiracy theories came, but that's where it was coming from. So he applied with the FBI and Nixon. Just to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Um, in other news <laughs> got quite a lot. Wildlife <laughs> Park owner Joe Exotic has been sentenced to 22 years in a plot to kill an animal rights activist.
1: Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's also called Joseph Maldonado Passage. <laughs> I haven't said his name out loud what? before. Known as Joe Exotic. Well, I can yeah. see why
1: you'd change it, but yeah. why Joe Exotic, I guess? <laughs>
0: well, he runs a zoo. Um, All right. And it's an exotic zoo, I guess. Um, dedicated to abused and abandoned animals such as lions, tigers, bobcats, and cougars. He was an open crit... Oh, no, this was was the person he threatened to kill. The person he threatened to kill founded a Big Cat Rescue animal sanctuary based in Tampa, Florida, for abused, abandoned animals such as lions, tigers, bobcats, and cougars. They were an open critic of Maldonado Passage, (laughs) Joe Exotic, and secured a million-dollar judgment against him. Um, I can't say his name, Maldonado Passage. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic, who owned an exotic animal park in Wynwood, Oklahoma, posted numerous threats against her beginning in 2012 on platforms such as Facebook and YouTube. He then promised in November 2017 to pay $3,000 for Baskin's death and promised thousands more after her death. According to the indictment, the person he promised to pay was an undercover FBI agent who is also um, an excellent frontman um, he <laughs> <laughs> he loved hound dogs yeah and shoes yeah and paranoia was it mm-hmm. paranoia we can't go on together with suspicious, suspicious minds suspicion undercover yeah um yeah so be to sound like a villain yeah. joe exotic runner of the exotic
1: national park <laughs> zoom trying to kill off animal rights activists he would be pulled up on a screen in one of those like CSI type shows <laughs> like yeah. in, in front of a room full of police there's like the suspected party yeah being inter- we got we got Joe Exotic in the yeah. interrogation room just to <laughs> photograph him with of him with like a snake around his shoulders and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you whispering death threats for yeah. the snake to carry out assassinations yeah and there's a bird like on the outside of the building on the windowsill just <laughs> like <laughs> like a <laughs> parrot just checking <laughs> everyone out
0: yeah. So yeah, don't trust Joe Exotic. He'll pay people to kill you. I'm not sure I
1: would have trusted him in the first place. I trust Joe Exotic. Joe If I met him. <laughs> Passage. <laughs> Donaldo
0: Passage or Donaldo Passage. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, got some quickfire news oh, right. uh, this week from Stoke. See you go. Police have launched Police launch Stoke on Trent Manhunt for tattooed Nathan, who is wanted for a number of crimes.
1: Is that his name? <laughs> Joe Exotic and Tattooed, Tattooed Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> They've created an international crime scene. Yeah.
2: Because... Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tattooed Nathan. He's 28. That's all, right. all the article tells you. Okay. Do you know Tattooed Nathan? I don't. Then call... If you do, call in. All right. And that was pretty much the whole article. <laughs> um, in other news, same from Stoke, attributes... Tributes to a man, 28, with an infectious laugh who died after falling from a Staffordshire Bridge. I, I thought they were trying to say that his laugh was so infectious he fell off a bridge. <laughs> but I, no. think he's, I think he's someone who committed suicide. But it's becoming more and more described as falling. Like we had that girl, um, an English student, an Oxford student in Brazil or something, mm. who fell off a plane but she jumped oh, yeah. out
1: yeah yeah and it
0: was just like maybe it's just the more sensitive way to say they fell when in fact it was intentional yeah at the time you had a good laugh though
1: i think yeah, yeah. but I, I suppose you wouldn't it, it's you you say something positive about the person that's killed themselves but is falling you really say something negative
0: yeah like yeah so, falling's more negative
1: man with the world's most enormous boil found dead like, <laughs> but man with infectious laugh, like he fell yeah. from
0: a bridge when he, in fact he jumped. Yeah, I
1: guess it is unclear.
0: I guess some of the time yeah. whether it was intentional or not. But I don't know yeah. whether it, the the fact that he had a good laugh, an infectious laugh, constituted s- to a loss of balance or something.
1: Yeah, have you have you watched the bridge? Yeah, I started watching that. It's weird pretty it's pretty weird it's like just it's, and, and for those that don't know it's the san
0: francisco bridge yeah the golden gate bridge f- yeah. the golden gate bridge is famous for suicides mm. so they f- did a documentary on it during the documentary <clears throat> someone jumped from the bridge yeah like it's that common that in just... i think they just put a camera up to do a time lapse or something yeah or maybe they i can't remember what the process was but they accidentally caught people jumping to their deaths yeah when they weren't intending to loads of as footage, well as when they were intending to
1: yeah it's just it's 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 a really strange surreal thing to see
0: yeah I mean I wonder why it is that bridge that people go to yeah I guess it's somewhat landmark mm. you know to to do something like that but I don't know I, I had a conversation about euthanasia with someone recently I still don't uh I guess I've had I, I'm not sure whether I've had strong suicidal thoughts but I've had thoughts about suicide that I've haven't taken seriously but they still come from a serious place mm. and it always for me luckily has felt very fleeting yeah and there have been on part of that documentary goes into people a lot of them change their minds halfway through because yeah. it's like an impulse the same as it is to have sex sex and suicide
1: yeah they go together that's
0: the <laughs> they go together
1: but it's also a lot they say a lot of people who attempt and fail don't try again because like, yeah. it is that fleeting thing.
0: Yeah, and it is just a weird... It's the same thing as when you go to the edge of a cliff. Um, I need to nail down who said this, because I've I, I, I quoted it a few times. But that weird uh, lightness in your chest of fear that you feel isn't that you're going to fall off, it's that you're going to jump off. Mm. Like you're afraid of yourself doing something. Yeah. Not that you're going to fall off the edge. It's like, no, there's part of you that wants to jump. Yeah. Um, and it's just that weird, just instinctive... Maybe that's where surprise yeah. motivates change, is you're surprised <laughs> that you want to jump off this cliff and you jump. <laughs> but no, yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's a weird-ass documentary, but suicide's a weird thing anyway. Mm. It feels like a, yeah, some weird, bu- it's like a bubble popping up, as many desires are. Yeah. And just bursts and you feel something. Yeah. it is that's a why it shouldn't be as sudden, I don't think.
1: It, it is a different feeling w- than seeing someone who isn't, who, d- seeing someone die who isn't trying to, mm. like so, like I t- I saw I I watched videos of that of, of I, I watched the, uh, like some of that bridge documentary and saw people like falling off or jumping off and and there is a surrealness to it, um, yeah, uh, but I I also I saw a video today of a, of um, a Russian construction group, they were taking uh, taking apart an old stadium and it was mm. drone shots from above. And as this guy was blowtorching through this thing, like the whole thing started to collapse. And there was mm. another guy about 20 feet away, suspended from a crane in one of those cages, which I guess is how they got on there. Mm. And you just saw this guy running to get into the cage and then the whole thing collapsed and just the cage mm. hanging there with, with just one guy in it. Yeah. And and so this guy had obviously just collapsed into this whole stadium. Yeah. And that sucked. Like mm. just seeing that was just like, oh, for Fuck that. Tragic because he was that obviously sucks. trying to save himself. But then seeing the guys jumping off the bridge, it's like, that still sucks, but it's it's a different, different. feeling. It's different. It's
0: The first one, you're obviously upset that the guy wanted was trying to achieve something and unfortunately failed. Yeah. Whereas the second one, you're like, um, it's just unfortunate that they're in that place. Yeah. You know, yeah. what happened to these people to get to this point? Yeah, and it's just—I think everyone has them. It's just you're seeing the same thing, but the motivation, the
1: motivation of the motivation behind behind them changes your outlook on it. Mm. How did we get onto suicide documentaries? Um, bridge guy with infectious laugh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, obviously tragic, but um, still um, interesting. Next, mm. um, in other news. <laughs> A Chinese Next. theme park, you know, China, yeah, coronavirus, yep. all that kind of stuff, has triggered a wave of outrage on social media after it forced a pig to bungee jump. <laughs> this was their own version of Teachers in Space. It was pigs on ropes. <laughs> yeah, for a PR stunt, a 68-meter-high tower. Video footage shows the pig tied to a pole carried by two men to the top of a tower before being pushed off
1: wow bungee jump oh no yeah it's pretty horrific i can't no yeah it's not a good thing pretty bad it would
0: be almost it's almost worse than pushing them off without a rope yeah because the emotional trauma you'd imagine that the pig's going through yeah must be ridiculous yeah I mean, the good news is they sent it to a slaughterhouse afterwards.
1: Oh. <laughs> which is kind of a mercy killing at that point, isn't in my there view. A, isn't there a type of meat? I, th- I thought it yeah. was, was it like Fargoire or something, like the goose, where they scare the shit out of it before they kill it. Because they, they, they believe that the, the adrenaline that's pumped into all the muscles makes yeah. it taste better or something like that. Yeah, and then there's also a separate one with game where, like, you don't want it to be afraid because
0: of that reason. Yeah. And so you want to kill it in a relaxed environment. Yeah. So oh. that it doesn't taint the meat. <laughs> <laughs> the stunt caused anger online, reflecting the growing importance of animal rights among China's population. And the just
1: absurdity of bungee jumping pork to be honest. <laughs> yeah. People are just like, no, please yeah. don't do that. I think it's a thing, like, we, we accept, um, we accept eating meat as long as it's not unnecessarily cruel. Um, like, even even to the point with, like, factory farming, like, a lot of people are like, well, there's no other way around it, which I don't believe is true. Mm. Um, but, um, we're, we're happy to, we're generally happy to kill animals as long as it's not unnecessarily cruel. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, over in China, it seems like the cultural attitude is very different. Like, we, you see stuff all the time of, like, they, they sell um, key rings on the street that have got, like, live goldfish in them and like, and things like that. It's, it feels like the sanctity of an animal's life over there is really not held on the same level as... Um, well, is it China as,
0: that's famous for the dog cooking festival, the Yulin Dog Festival? Don't know. I think that, I can't remember. If that's but I imagine China or so. Or
1: I don't think there's other countries. Well, I imagine there must be other countries yeah, that yeah. eat dogs, but not so uh, uh, publicized not so much on social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the theme park has put out
0: statements saying that it accepted the criticism it had received.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: we, we accept that you're upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 they said like, uh, we sincerely, we sincerely accept netizens' criticism hmm. and advise and apologize and advice. And apologise to the public. We will improve our marketing of the tourist site to provide tourists with better services. So the bungee jumping pig didn't go well.
1: Skydiving elephant. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Well, but it's another one of those things where it's like, I'd be interested to see if it just didn't go down well overseas. Like, did they mm. care over there? I'm sure like some people did, but... I mean, on it's the whole, weird, it's, a, the very, piece, it's a very it's a very isolated country because of the because of the way that communism works. It's like the, the, there's very little kind of like outside information getting in and whatnot, and the same as inf- inside information getting out. Um, I'd I'd say it's very difficult to kind of for for to alter the culture over there to match the way that we feel on this side mm. of the world. Well, I remember
0: some. I think uh, uh, there was a comedian talking about China and saying how focused they are. i saying focus a lot this episode. But I saw something this week because of the coronavirus. They're building a hospital in six days. Jesus. Like, they're just like, we need more hospitals. Okay. Build a hospital in six days. And there's just people yeah. working on it. It's like, it's ridiculous. I guess that's kind of a counterpoint to, yes, maybe they may have enjoyed bungee jumping pigs, but they can build a hospital in six days. Yeah. And if yeah. you can build a hospital in six days, you can
1: bungee jump a pig.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, potato, potato. Like,
1: just, it's a trade-off. Yeah, that's me. All right. This week. All right, well, let's do me real quick, then. Let's do it. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. No big long ones this week, but still, all good. Um Hundreds of people gathered on a bridge across the River Bure in 1845 to watch a clown in a bathtub being towed downstream by four geese. Um, <laughs> it would be the most exciting thing to happen in Yarmouth to this day, but was actually demoted to the second most exciting thing to happen in Yarmouth just minutes later, when the bridge that everyone was gathered on <laughs> collapsed, killing 79 people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> This is the most exciting thing. <laughs> Boom. Clowns later.
1: Like, oh. That's the most exciting thing. <laughs> My life is a lie. I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let go of the geese. The geese are getting hungry. <laughs> Paints a sad face. and The bath just slowly <laughs> drifts downstream through the wreckage. Yeah, to a silver medal. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Things you do for entertainment in 1845. Yeah, well, people are just so bored, aren't they? Yeah, it's the thing. Like, can't stay at home and watch TV. You haven't got a TV. You haven't no. had the anger to invent the combustion engine yet. So. <laughs>
0: you haven't had the surprise to invent the wheel or
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah um in 1714 following a battle between uh, an english and norwegian ship that lasted 14 hours the norwegian captain was forced to surrender when he ran out of ammo however he only surrendered after first sending an envoy to the english ship to ask if he could borrow some of theirs
0: <laughs> would you mind
1: yeah just out of sportsmanship no they said <laughs> <laughs> no surrender oh right (laughs) I mean I I get it it's like I I understand because I bet there's a thing between like in situations like that where it's like yeah we don't want to die we don't want to sink none of us want this but like 14 hours like let's see this through I don't want it to end in such a pussy way of like (laughs) oh I've not got any balls anymore (laughs) (laughs) one of us has got to
0: go down okay man hold out your arms and uh, just try and catch the balls that they're firing at us (laughs) so that we can fire it back (laughs) (laughs) yeah do it ready (laughs) that didn't work yeah (laughs) fired backwards through the wall wait I've got an idea it hasn't happened yet it'll happen in about a hundred years but if we send a clown in a bar (laughs) pulled by geese they might
1: collapse (laughs) maybe that was the inspiration and the clown was a memorial event (laughs) where more people died (laughs) the clown was Norwegian um There was a strict no-leaving policy during Emperor Nero's musical performances. The policy was known to be so strict that during performances, pregnant women who went into labour would be forced to give birth in the auditorium. (laughs) Uh, Some of the smarter citizens, however, found that they could be dragged out if they faked their own death. (laughs) <laughs> dragged out yeah so if you make your carried out no not like p- eschewed out we had to collapse dragged like and they don't really care about a corpse so they just drag it out just grab by the it's just this there. guy no like you cannot leave until I've finished my concerto or <laughs> whatever like so to, like there's just pregnant women screaming in the background yeah. other people like push push <laughs> <laughs> but in beat with the music <laughs> yeah Waiting for the the, the, the reprise to yeah. <laughs> get the final moment. Yeah. Your baby's just been born within, with all that drama. Although, like, I don't know. I'm guessing he wasn't very good. Like, why else would you leave? Yeah. Like, people just very faking long. their own death.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, could just be yeah. very long. Could be like a four-hour thing yeah. and people wanted to leave. But, yeah, they're probably forced to go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um... The Alabama State Textbook Committee banned the diary of Anne Frank in schools in 1983 due to it being, quote, a real downer. <laughs> well, this is a sad story. <laughs> like, Let, read them, get, get of Mice and Men.
2: real <laughs> uplifting story about yeah. a guy who
0: kills rabbits and strangles women getting shot in the fucking head.
1: <laughs> 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 Five-second summaries. Yeah. Death of a Salesman, like most... That's a, that's a downer. I've never read that one, actually. No? What a downer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a... That play is an absolute bummer. Oh, what
0: was... My, my one was Women of Troy. You ever see that? No. Word, it was horrible. but It was in our curriculum at school. And it was like, you know, the Troy horse thing? It yeah. follows, like, the plight of the people, the women in the, in the village who had to, like, throw their babies off of walls. But it was just like a really long just people telling sad stories. Oh. Like I think it was like one of those like three people piece playing different characters and it was just monologues oh. of of woe. It was oh. like why
1: why why That's are rough. we studying this? Yeah. Why can't we do a, an Anne Frank play? <laughs> 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 I just I I've, I've always heard of books being banned because they don't think they're appropriate for children or they're explicit or something like that and I know the diary of Anne Frank has been edited in such a way because there were like large portions stuff. of of her like cuz she was like a she was a young girl exploring herself sexually at the time as well yeah. like so there's there's like long chapters about masturbation and things like that so I can like th- th- it's been censored in the past and stuff like that but not because it's a bit dull <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to happen, Dan. Like she, you know, she dies at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess so. What? Just be sad for a bit. Yeah,
1: she can be a downer. Be down for a little while. Just make sure you know to come back up. Yeah. Uh and finally. Uh, Following the Great Whiskey Fire of Dublin in 1875, in which 5,000 barrels of whiskey ignited, there were only 13 fatalities. And while it's not unusual for blazing infernos to cause deaths, none of the 13 people died from heat or smoke. They actually died (laughs) from alcohol poisoning, as they they quenched themselves on the river of whiskey that flowed through the streets. (laughs) Fucking Ireland. (laughs) Patrick, you're on fire. It won't kill me. Yeah, apparently. They <laughs> the were, alcohol like, does. It was just flowing through the streets on fire and they managed to quench it at the end by piling up like loads of manure and letting the whiskey flow through that. And as it went through that, it put the flames out. But before then, there were people gathered on the streets with like fucking shoes and stuff, just <laughs> scooping it up. There was a guy found in an alleyway with a shoe full of whiskey in one hand, just absolutely paralytic. And he fucking died. Like, the, and the, yeah, they all just died. They drank themselves to death. As the as the town was burning around them,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: fun times. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like that's that's more fun than the fire of London, <laughs> and, and it's and it's it's definitely it says more about Ireland than the fire of London said about London. Like, <laughs> yeah, London was like you've built your houses too close <laughs> together. Yeah, and Ireland is like yeah. you guys like to drink. And this bloke left the oven on. Yeah, yeah. like and yeah, yeah, Ireland's just like none of you had to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you all chose
0: to drink to death. Yeah. It's on fire.
1: <laughs> Even that didn't stop you. Yeah. yeah, I guess it says more about their character. Yeah, but just like. The, even even like, okay, so we need to get rid of the, the whiskey's on fire. We need to get rid of the whiskey. Just throw it over there. Just put it in a bucket. Throw it in the river. Like, do something. You don't have to drink it. Like, <laughs> you're not the only disposal system in the area. It's just, yeah, yeah. no, well, there's whiskey in the street again. Like, that's <laughs> that's, get rid of it the only way the Irish know how. Yeah. 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 Fun mm, times. Yeah.
0: There is something um, in what you said about Anne Frank's book. Mm. Um, I find it weird that people ban books. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, Mein Kampf is banned in Germany, but not anywhere else. I think it's banned in other places as well. This weird either. thing of like banning a book
1: because you think it's the source of
0: evil. Yeah. Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing because people just
1: putting in power onto it. Like, it's just silencing people. I, I just, I find silencing it. Well, no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's the same people view. I think people view it in the same way. Mm. I can understand. I can, I can understand banning it in Germany. Like the, the living with the history of it for them is so different than the way anyone else has to deal with it mm. because there's a great shame for something that you had absolutely no part of.
0: Maybe it's just that books have become more of an un- in-the-shadows kind of thing. Mm. Like Books aren't really everywhere yeah. unless you go to Waterstones. You're not going to see many books unless you're in someone's house. And even then, they might not have many books yeah. because it's in other medias now that I find it a bit underwhelming. But I guess you could argue that maybe there shouldn't be film adaptations of Mein Kampf <laughs> premiered yeah. in mainstream cinemas or any cinema I'd go as far as to say
1: the thing that I find weird is that whenever you talk about like book burnings it's always been it's always framed in such a such an ignorant light, which I believe it is like yeah. it's a very puritanical it was something it was a way for religious people to control the yeah. The conversation. What was the famous
0: museum? Was it Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. It's a whole bunch of history just completely lost because yeah. they burnt down a whole library or something. Yeah.
1: We have no idea what happened. No. Just burnt um, it. But God. now, <laughs> God happened! Yeah. But now it's seen as something completely justified because like, oh, well, this is evil. And it's like, it's, I think it's... Um, I, th- I think you can make a case for it with Mein Kampf. I still don't believe it should be banned. Um, but i think i think there's an obvious case in that but with other stuff like stuff being banned in school like stuff because it's racist what or because it, of whatever the, um, then I, d- I don't i don't think it's justifiable It's puritanical anarchists
0: cookbook was around when i was at school mm. and that was apparently a book about it how
1: to taught you how to make, make, make bombs or and things like that so i can understand
0: that being banned well yeah
1: that's the that i would say that stuff like that is a case of like is is a free speech case of like diy books you're saying well, th- no like stuff All, that all DIY books have potentially got the cause for mass <laughs> destruction. <laughs> but no. like that—that's that, that sort of like something that's teaching people to to do something that would harm others is akin to the free speech argument of don't shout. You're not allowed to shout fly, fire in a crowded building. Mm. Like that makes sense. That is a limit of free speech. I can understand that. Like you shouldn't be. Yeah, you sh- you, sh- you shouldn't be teaching people how to make bombs.
0: I get, but that. on the flip side, and then now that we're in the year of the audiobook, yeah, I'd like to hear someone audiobook Mein camp, yeah, because I feel like they'd be obligated to sound quite apologetic the whole time, <laughs> like they wouldn't be able to do it with the energy of the writer, <laughs> yeah, because obviously that would come across quite badly. So I'd have to be like, it gets a bit, it gets a bit intense now, but. Um. <laughs>
1: I'm yeah. sure he didn't...
0: Well, he probably did mean it this way, but just...
1: <laughs> anyway, I've got plow on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm reading it, but I want you to know that this isn't how I feel. This is how Hitler feels. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it's like, yeah, all the way through the book, he's breaking out into, I, just, I really need to pay my mortgage. I can't... I need this gig. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My daughter wants to go to college.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jews. I think... <laughs> And you could have the anarchist cookbook read by Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure the semtex
0: isn't raw. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Sending back bombs that other people have
2: made.
1: <laughs> not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Red wire to the blue one, you fucking donkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you meant to serve
0: it to the infidel, <laughs> not to the bloody blah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, all right. Yeah, good. Two weeks off, and then this is what happens. Yeah, so we get a fucking long show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we need to. I need to cut this into. More oh, fair enough. So by the minutes. time
1: you listen to it, it'll be a significantly normal-sized <laughs> show. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. always really
0: difficult to edit stuff out for later. Yeah, like there's nothing to edit to remove it. It's just I oh, just put it in mm. just to make it a bit more tight. So yeah, that we can have a backup episode. Which yeah, I think that came out all right last week. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of worked. Oh, yeah. I'd, for some reason, as a point of pride, I want to point out that I to do the transitions between the clips, mm. I just grabbed things that I found in my iTunes library. Okay. Which were just voice memos I've given to myself over the past couple of years. <laughs> it's not okay. like I recorded stuff for the transitions. I just found one. I was like... That's, that's, that's a form of transition, right, as well. <laughs> and it's just film ideas and television ideas that I've had uh, for a while. <laughs> and I can't remember whether I remember this. It started when we started the podcast. I just can't remember whether we used them at all. Did I tell you about um, Firth Things Firth? I think so.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember episodes. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: but I can't remember whether I re- we played the audio. I think I just recorded it and made a note of it. And then we discussed it. In the yeah,
1: we, we we were sending stuff back and forth to each other, I think. I think we would like every week we're going to try and
0: write something. Yeah.
1: And and yeah, Firth things Firth. Yeah. Colin Firth commits
0: first <laughs> degree murder while on the set of The King's Speech. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was found loads of those and stuck them together. It was like, oh, transition, I guess. Kind of works. <laughs> yeah, when we started the podcast, I think that's when we, I started making those notes. Yeah. So it's from the beginning of then till now. Bits and bobs. <laughs> it kind of worked. It kind of worked yeah. all right. Yeah. But yeah, so that's us for this week. Mm. So we are <laughs> kind of on social media. We are on social media. We're just yeah. not very social media people. No. Um, I'm at Nick Snip.
1: Uh, i'm at sing it steve uh yeah we're at pulling teeth pods these are all on twitter and instagram i think yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can find us facebook.com uh, slash pulling teeth pod yeah we're wisdom at pulling teeth
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we've also got the website
0: which has had a bunch of updates um you can now see our entire episode library I'm going to put the highlights up soon there's also a web contact form if you don't want to give us your email Mm. or i think you need to give us something but you can fudge it a bit easier on the website if you want to yeah have an explore on that because we're all
1: about privacy and all that shit
0: yeah well just i try to think about it i I need i'm going to try and do more twitter again i think Mm. Um, but yeah, I was trying to think of the best way to contact me is probably by email, which is the email of the website. So yeah. So yeah. Just If you want to message us, you can message us through there as well as the Wisdom. It just sends it to Wisdom at Pulling the Podcast. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want. Fair enough. So yeah. Yeah. That's us for this week. All right. 174, I think.
1: Yes. Usually I don't
0: take the risk of saying the number.
1: Yeah, I think it's 174. It's
2: 174.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. And yeah. then we
0: just. Just fade. Just
1: fade out. Just fade. Fade off.